Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to Save Your Sanity, help for handling hijackles, those difficult, toxic, and often disturbing people in your life. I'm Dr. Roberta Shaler, the Relationship Help Doctor, and I'm here for you. You'll get the insight, skills, strategies, and support to stop tolerating verbal and emotional abuse, whether it's happening now or it happened to you in the past, maybe by a parent, partner, ex, relative, or even a co-worker. Time to take life back, to recover and to rediscover you, your values, dreams, desires, and realize them in healthy ways in healthy relationships. I'm so glad you're here. Hello, so glad you're here. As usual, I'm always glad you're here. I always say that. I know I always say that, but I really, really am. Because if you've been struggling alone, I'm glad you found the podcast. If you're returning, it means you found value in the podcast. And that's why I do it. You know, some people ask me, why do I keep doing this work? It's because of you. It's because it's what gets me up in the morning. It's what flips my skirt and floats my boat to think that I'm helping someone see the patterns, the traits, and the cycles of being with one of these relentlessly difficult people I call hijackles. So I really am glad you're here. And today I'm going to talk about a a question that comes over and over and over. It's in so many groups on Facebook. It's a constant question, which is, Oh, I'm out, I'm out, I'm out. Oh dear, I think I should go back. I, oh, Maybe I made a mistake. I should go back. So the big question is, why once you do all of the work to get out, do you then have the second guessing of yourself to think that you need to go back? And it's common. And I want you to know why it's common. And I want you to know that there are things that you need to do immediately when you have that thought. So that's what I'm going to talk about today. And if you want to make sure that you get each one of these podcasts, make sure to subscribe. And I just made it really super easy for you to subscribe to this podcast or to my other podcast, Emotional Savvy, The Relationship Help Show. And I think this is really cool. You don't have to remember much. All you have to do to subscribe to either of my podcasts is go to subscribe to podcast.com. Isn't that cool? I couldn't believe that I could get that that uh, domain. So go to subscribe to podcast.com and you can subscribe. That way you won't miss anything and you'll know when the uh, new editions are there immediately. So today I want to talk about what happens, what happens in your head and what needs to happen in your head when you've made the decision, you've, you've either put the hijackle out of the house or you've left the house and then you start getting remorseful. What happens? And it's kind of the place where 
where supply meets trauma bonding and it's bad news. It's really bad news. So you start second guessing yourself. You know, people will say to me, well, maybe I didn't do enough. Maybe I didn't try hard enough. Maybe I wasn't understanding enough. Maybe I wasn't um, really understanding what they needed. Or maybe I was too demanding or I was I was too difficult. And you start second guessing that. And maybe you think it's your fault. Oh, if I'd been a better partner, then they wouldn't have behaved that way. Does that happen? Of course it happens. Or they may be thinking, oh, the hijackle's right. They've told me all the time that I'm the hijackle. Am I the hijackle? Like in many of the groups on Facebook that I belong to, I will see people write because they're about narcissistic abuse and narcissists and things, and they'll say, oh, I'm, you know, I'm really thinking that maybe that person was right. I'm the narcissist. No, 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 no. Yes, it's good to think about, but if you have that thought, it's highly unlikely you are the narcissist because narcissists don't believe they're narcissists. So you try to even maybe use the children. You say, oh, well, I shouldn't have done it. I should stay with this person. Um, what about the children? You know, what am I doing to the children? Well, in many cases, depending on the age and stage, and you know, I say so frequently, I can't give specifics because I don't know your situation. I don't know how long you've been with the person. I don't know how old the children are. I don't know any of that. But generally... It is better to take children out of a bad relationship where they have bad modeling of how to be humans and how to be humans in relationship than it is to stay in it. There is no truth in that old idea of staying together for the children. No truth. Got that? So, are you second-guessing yourself and that's what causes you to want to go back? Maybe you kind of had some kind of memory erasure. Maybe you've forgotten all the reasons that got you out there. I highly recommend that you remember them. Ask a friend or two to remind you. You know, I remember when I was leaving my my hijackle, and I planned it so carefully. I didn't say I was going. I went and rented an apartment, and I got a truck, and I started taking things and hiding them, putting them in boxes, hiding them at the back of cupboards, you know, making excuses for why I had to take things out of the house or take them to a friend's or do things. And and I handled it all really well. And then on the actual day, the day that I knew he wasn't going to be home for 14 hours, the truck came, my friends were there, we're loading the truck. And in the middle of the day, I had the meltdown. I don't know if I should be doing this. I don't know if it's fair. I don't know. Oh, all those questions. So I know what you're going through. I do know what you're going through. I persisted. I'm very glad I did. My friends said, no, 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 we're doing this. Remember this and this and this. And I remembered. So maybe that idea of second guessing yourself is what's pulling you back. So make sure that you get your friends to remind you why you're going to continue to move forward and let them uh, refresh your memory why those things are going on. So second guessing may be one reason. And the second reason may be that you're just scared. And that's absolutely appropriate and natural. You've been in a situation that was very difficult and that yawning, looming future can be kind of scary. Like, I know all about the abuse, and I know how difficult it is. 
And yet I don't know what life without it looks like. So you can be a little scared. I mean, you may not know who you are without the abuser, that person tearing you down and wearing you down and putting you down all the time. And you may be used to living with your shoulders around your earlobes, checking all the time and being hypervigilant. And when there's silence and when there is nobody doing that to you, you may feel like, oh, there's something wrong. And you get scared and you get concerned. And that can make you think, I should go back, I should go back. Or maybe you just don't know who you are without that abusive situation. You know, there's a lot of truth in that, you know, from from a long distance, because I left the hijackle a long time ago, but from a long distance and working with so many clients in so many parts of the world and helping them make the decision to go or stay to see if we could rectify anything in the relationship or whether it was absolutely something that had to be left. You know, from from working with all those people, it reminds me of what I went through too, and I remember it so well. I came from an abusive household. I had hijackal parents. So, of course, I married a hijackal. And then when I am getting my head on straight and realizing all of these things that I am not okay with. It is not all right for my children. I need to get them out of the house. As I realize all that, I make the plan to leave. But that old hook from my childhood and everything came rushing back. Maybe I shouldn't. Maybe I'm a bad person. Oh, maybe I'm making a mistake. Maybe I'm horrible. Maybe I'm not thinking straight. And that's when my friends were there to help. So Maybe you're just scared. You don't know who you are without being in an abusive situation. And you kind of, it is just too much to handle all that, that space. Or maybe you've just been dominated for too long and you're used to somebody telling you what to think and what to do and what's wrong with you. And when that voice goes away, there you are left with you. And really, you know, that can be very scary. I understand that. Because there's been so much crowding your head. There's been so much angst angst in your heart. So many conflicting messages in your head. So much going on that when you actually have quiet moments, then you don't know, what do I do now? Who am I? How do I think? And maybe that domination was something. And maybe the idea of being alone or discarded or helpless seems worse than the abuse for a hot minute. It's natural. It happens. It happens to most people. So there's that part of it that you may be scared and you may be second-guessing yourself. But then there is the question about trauma bonding. You know, that's what it brings up. Like you may be trauma bonded to that person. Now, you might remember the idea of the Stockholm Syndrome where, where people are held hostage and they fall in love with their, their captor. And it's a very strange dynamic and it's all wrong in so many ways. But we experience that, that trauma bonding when we're with a hijackal for very long. And it's a very unhealthy attachment It's a very unhealthy attachment between the abuser and the abused. And you 
you don't want to think about yourself as being abused. Most people don't. They don't want to think about another human being as their abuser. But it actually is the truth. And we have to be able to say that out loud. And, you know, leaving a hijackal never seems to end. And it never seems to feel complete. So you can obsess about it a whole lot. You know, maybe I should go back. Maybe I should go back. Maybe it wasn't so bad. And you start remembering only the good times and somehow all of the bad times fade away. And then you start justifying and making excuses and and rationalizing what went on. Oh, well, he never would have choked me if I hadn't been this way. Or she never would have been so dismissive if I hadn't been this. You know, we want to take it on. We want to blame ourselves for their bad behavior. It's very convoluted. And it's very normal and natural. I just want to say that over and over. It's normal and natural, but please don't go back. Almost everyone that I have worked with or read about on Facebook has said, I wish I had not gone back, but I did. I've had clients who have gone back two or three times before they arrived with me. And they wished they hadn't gone back each time, and yet they convinced themselves that it was the right thing to do because of their second-guessing, because of their fear, whatever reasons they had given themselves, and they didn't get good help. They didn't get the help they needed and the support they needed to keep moving forward. So trauma bonding creates an emotional addiction, and it also creates an addiction to the drama that being with a hijackal is. You're always going to be drama because a hijackal is going to keep you in uncertainty and chaos as much of the time as possible. And they're going to change their mind and everything will be your fault and they have to win. You know, I've talked about it on so many podcasts. And I do have that product called Seeing the Cycles. If this is new to you, go and get my home study program, Seeing the Cycles. Um, and you will get all the videos and the home study and the questions and the articles and everything to do it at your own pace so you can clearly see the cycles. And you find that on my website for F-O-R, Relationship Help, H-E-L-P dot com. And then just click on the button that says store in the navigation. And you can get the Seeing the Cycles program because you really need to see these cycles. And sometimes that's the best thing you can be doing for yourself when you've left. Because it will remind you, oh, yes, there was that. (gasps) Yes, and he or she did that. I don't want to live with that. Ah, yeah, I'd forgotten that bit. Oh, no, that's not okay for my kids to see. And it will help you. So go and get the Seeing the Cycles program at forrelationshiphelp.com slash store. Um, So trauma bonding, this emotional addiction. And you know how difficult it is to overcome an addiction. You read about it all the time. Maybe you know people who have overcome it. Even to quit smoking or something, an addiction like that is difficult. So when you have an addiction to a person, you have an addiction to being treated a certain way, it's difficult. And the first step of ending that addiction is often... um, getting clarity. Like sometimes my clients will come to me and they're not ready to leave yet. They're not even ready to make the decision yet because they know they need clarity. 
They need to be clear what's going on. And they need to see the patterns, traits, and cycles right then and there. And so we start there and we give them strategies and we work to empower them. And then they can make the decision to stay or go. And then from there on, we shore up that decision. Because being with a hijackal is engaging in addiction and addictive and you love having their attention and you keep hoping for their attention and you would like to have it in a positive way. But you're not exactly sure if you're going to have positive or negative at any moment, are you? You don't know. They're unpredictable. Which way is it going to go? And then there's a the whole issue of narcissistic supply. And you become their supply. And you've heard me talk about that before. So the hijackal wants you to be their supply. They want you to be adoring and applauding them. And they like you to be afraid of them. And so they get that that over you and they, they like it. And so if they're not a celebrity or something that allows them to be way out there, um, they will actually enjoy just getting that from you and they will enjoy getting it from many other people as well. And they, they like to be uncertain. So they like to have an air of mystery and they like to keep you on the edge and they like to keep you controlled and manipulated by sex and politics and power. And they love to manipulate and exploit to keep the supply coming in. And you may be very, very used to being that supply. So that's uh, not a surprise to you at all. So these things may be what is causing you to say, oh, I should go back. Maybe I should go back. Maybe I made a mistake. Maybe I'm the wrong one. But remember, 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 hijackals are unable to keep up that false picture of their being caring, loving, understanding people for many minutes. They can't do it because it's not who they are. They can't do it because they don't have empathy for anything more than that hot minute I mentioned earlier. So I want to give you some things tonight, today, whatever you're listening, to help you keep your head on straight and keep you focused on moving away from this if that's the choice you've made. Because you're going to have to remind yourself to stop and change your mind. So I'm going to give you six things to think about tonight. Um, and that is number one, stay focused on where you're going, not where you came from. So focus on forward. What is the life you want? What are you moving toward? How do you want to feel? What are the steps you need to take? They may be baby steps. Maybe the huge step of moving away then is followed by baby steps, little things that you can do. So focus on forward. Keep going away. Don't think about going back. And number two is stay focused on reality. Stay focused on what really happened, not your romanticized um, memories that you you seem to have forgotten the bad times and you're only remembering the good times. So stay focused on the reality of what happened. Not what you wish happened or the many reasons or excuses or justifications you can make for the hijackal. No, stay focused on what really happened. I had a client whose husband had choked her on many occasions and she'd had to call the police. And she said, you know, I really should leave. Yes, you really should leave, I said. 
And and she said, but, you know, he needs me. He needs me. I said, oh, and you need to stay alive. You have children. This man chokes you. What part of forgetting that he chokes you is occurring in your head just now? And she was like, oh, well, I'm sure he didn't mean it. You don't put your hands on someone's throat with the intention of killing them or scaring them to death and not mean it. Of course they mean it. It was very deliberate. And of course they meant it. So if you get into that place where you can't focus on reality, stop and make a list of all the lies and the manipulations and the betrayals and, and get them all written down anytime you're tempted to start whitewashing what happened. And anytime you're sitting down also and thinking, oh, it must be my fault. Now I got to go back and I could be better. I could do it better. Maybe I wasn't good enough. No, sit down and write all the things that happened. Okay, that's two. So number three, stay in the present moment. Stay in this moment that you're in, the moment that you came to that caused you to leave. The moment that you made all the good decisions, you did all the hard work, and now you are leaving. Yes, there's hard work ahead. I know that. But you've had a lot of hard work to get to this place. So stay in the present moment. Don't look back. Don't don't turn around and think, oh, maybe I could go that way. No, you're, you're not going to go that way if you're wise. You're going to go forward, but you got to stay in the present moment. Okay, here's what I'm doing in the present moment. I am moving away. I am moving away. I am moving away. And the fourth thing is look at all your relationships. Who can you trust to tell the truth to you and support you to stay on your path and move forward without the hijackal? Who can you trust? Now, if you have a hijackal partner that you are leaving, an about-to-be ex that you have left, also look to see if you have other hijackals in your life because it's highly possible that you do. And don't be going to them and hoping that they're going to be able to support you because they can't. So look, and they won't either. So look at all your relationships and ask yourself, who can I trust to tell me the truth, to keep me focused, to support me to stay on the healthiest path away? And number five is reconnect with yourself. Make some time every day for self-care where you reconnect with yourself. Sit in the silence or reconnect with a hobby or walk in nature. Take your shoes off and walk on the lawn, in the dirt. Um, Connect with pets. Connect with new ideas. Read a new book. Take a new class. I know you're busy. You've got all kinds of things to do. But, you know, one hour a day. One hour out of 24, that's not very much. And you can devote that to yourself, even if it's half an hour in the morning, half an hour in the evening. But do something that allows you to reconnect with yourself, reconnect with your inner wisdom, reconnect with your inner joy, with what brings you peace, and do that reconnection in that self-care way. And finally, and you know I'm going to say this, get help to heal. You can't do it on your own, and your friends are not going to help you to heal. They're going to support you. But you need to work with a professional. You know, sometimes people come to me and they said, I don't know why I waited so long to get the help to heal. Yes, there are people who are coaches 
who have been through this and so they'll say that they can help you heal then no they can't they can help you walk through it in the way that they did but get a professional who can help you to heal you know starting in august this year 2019 i have a program a four and a half month program you can do at home but it you know a lot of time uh, being with me online and it's called transform after abuse how to heal rise trust and love again okay you do that do something like that you know this is a great program it, it's really going to be something that's going to help you but get that help so the next time that you're 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 open and you get to the place where you can trust yourself to choose wisely or to see red flags and you really are healed that doesn't mean you're not going to maybe attract a hijack color too but you're going to see them so early and you're going to know exactly what to do and you want that you want to go through that and get the help that you need because the next time that you meet someone who can love you, who will love you, who is willing to love you without, without all the bartering, that has those three important things that I talk about that create a healthy relationship. The equality, the reciprocity, the mutuality. You want to be available for that so that you can have a love bond, not a trauma bond. And you can do that. So I really wanted to talk to you today about this answer to the question, maybe I should go back. No, no, you shouldn't. And I hope that I have given you good reasons why you shouldn't and six things to do to divert your attention from that and keep you on a healthier path. Now, if this sounds good to you and you want to work with me, simply go to beaclient.com, beaclient.com. And that will lead you to the initial new client page where you can have a full hour with me first time for only $97. Beaclient.com. Simple to remember. So I hope this has inspired you. I hope it motivates you. I hope it lifts you up. I hope it gives you some good ideas. And so you know how to keep yourself safely moving away from abuse. So very, very important. I'm Dr. Rue British Shaler, and I truly am glad that you spent this time with me. And I know that the um, it's going to be repeated many times because I really am glad. I'm glad you found me. I'm glad that you're moving in healthier directions. And I look forward to you jumping in, coming into my live stream every Monday night on YouTube, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Jump on. Come in. Comment. Ask your questions. Be there. You know, my YouTube channel is called For Relationship Help, just like my my um, website address, For, F-O-R, Relationship, H-E-L-P. That's the YouTube channel, and it's .com for my website. Every Monday night, 6 p.m. Pacific Time, new topic every Monday, and you get the chance to tell your stories, make suggestions, talk, and ask and that'll help you too. And of course, the replay of that is always on my YouTube channel. So you can find that under the live category. While you're there, subscribe 
and then hit the little bell so that you'll get notifications every time there's a new one. So lots of things for you, lots of ideas for you today. And if you know somebody who is thinking about, oh, maybe it wasn't so bad, I think I'll go back, suggest to them that they listen to tonight's podcast. Okay? I'm Dr. Roberta Shaler, as I said, the Relationship Help Doctor. I'm here for you in so many ways, and I wish you well. Talk soon. I'm so glad you spent this time with me today. I hope you heard something that touched your heart and empowered you to move forward. You can have the life and relationships that you most want, and that begins with you within you today. I'm always here for you. Life can get better, and you heard that from me, the Relationship Help Doctor. I'm Roberta Shaler, and I work with clients throughout the world through video conferencing. We can talk. So learn more at 4relationshiphelp.com, F-O-R, Relationship, H-E-L-P.com, or visit me on YouTube at 4 Relationship Help. Join me for next week's show.